Top Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan. Stephanie March is here. Hope is mad at us because we just keep talking and talking and talking. <laughs> we ignore break okay, cues. Just Whatever. Steamroll over breaks. We have a lot to say. Hard to believe because we talk all the time. I mean, we see good. each other more than I see. <laughs> well, thank you for being here. Thank you for staying with us today. Yes. So it is that time in the show where we take questions. Ooh. So if you want to talk shop or if you've sent any, we'll look through and see if we have any uh, emails in the mailbag that we need to get to. Our number is 651-641-1071. We welcome your calls, whether you have a question, a wedding, a, uh, you know, a, a customer tip. service experience. Right. We welcome hot tips, too. So feel free to give us a call. You can also um, tweet us. I'm at Allie Shops. Stephanie is at Steph March. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, let's not make it all about dinner reservations, if at all possible. We could, but, but uh, no. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get you do in. Do you get weary? I mean, do you ever, ever just say to someone, stop? I don't want to tell you where to eat. <laughs> no. Never? No, I have to help people. That's why I'm here. You're here to help. I am. And also to help restaurants get butts in chairs. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and also finding that match. Think about it. Would you ever tell like someone, some mother of the bride, I don't no. want to tell you what to wear. No, I would Because in the fact but that But I it feel is, like you get it even, I you know, know, I mean, we get questions here and we love it and we get emails, but I just feel like everybody wants you to tell them where to have a happy hour, yeah. where to have a party, You know, the hard where part to is, go. everything's easy until they say, so... In two hours, I need to be at this place in St. Paul. Where should I? Or like, I need to meet three people for this and this and this. And you're like, I need a little bit more time. Or what's worse, actually, is when people just say, where should I go for dinner? And I'm like, I need more. Give me I need some situational what's cues. What's the time? How many people are you? All that kind of stuff. Yes. Yeah. Situational cues would be great. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we were helping a friend just as sometimes I've learned some things for you. Sometimes I help on your I try to channel you. You do. You you did really well. <gasps> or I just read things that you've written, like the current issue of Minneapolis St. Paul magazine. Which is pretty sweet. Bravo. Fifty best restaurants. It's it's this is a guide that I would wish that when people ask me the questions, I could say flip to page sixty seven and look at all of those there. Those will all help you out. You can say that. I know. Why don't I you say that? I should say go buy it. Yeah. Um, okay, well, if you have a question, feel free to give us a call at 651-641-1071. Was there anything we need to get to, Hope? Yes, we had a caller. She couldn't stay on, but she is going to her, her niece's first birthday, and she wants a birthday gift recommendation. Oh. First birthday. First birthday. Okay, all right, all right. Let's go back to the space of turning one. Can I, is there a thing that people do? Do they give bonds anymore? Do people like, you know. <laughs> oh, you are is, dating yourself. I know, but listen, that's because my mom gave it to my kids and I just found them the other day. Oh, that's fun. I know. And I was like, wow, check out these hundred, it's like a hundred bucks. And they matured since they were, they were one years old. Wow. I have no idea how much they're worth. But I thought that's interesting because of course, they didn't need any toys. They didn't need anything else. And so I thought bonds, it's a weird thing to buy, but yeah. it's, they're there. Or or something or making a, yeah. a, a college investment or yeah. something like that. Whatever. That's nice. I don't think the one-year-old is for sure going to appreciate it, but one <laughs> no, but day one day he or she will. Now, one thing that I really like to do, especially when you're looking age-specific and maybe it's not an age that you're super familiar with, yeah. Creative Kids Stuff makes it so easy because on their website you can shop by age. Oh, so great. you can just go to the one-year-old gifts. So I would think for one, if, do we know if it was a girl? 
Yes, it's for okay. our niece. So I think that's a good time to get like your favorite dolly yeah. that you're going to love yep. and take care of. That's mm-hmm. a perfect time. Mm-hmm. Um, like there are those um, baby dot like those baby Stella dolls that people yes. are in too. Target has that. Um, uh, what are they called? It's the dolls that are kind of replacing the American the Girl American Girl dolls, dolls right? Yeah, that <gasps> whole um, our. Is it our, our generation, our generation or something so, like that? That sounds right. Um, so I think the, I think dolls are a good thing at one. Um, and I think like building kinds of toys because you're starting to yes. like move around and yep. have dexterity and things that you can pile on, whether it's cute blocks and things like that. And I always love giving books. I know. Books is always. I'm a huge. Especially if you want it to be something they remember and you do like the set of Eloise books. Did you have Eloise? I, I bought Eloise for my kids. You know yeah. what I mean? But I never had it as a kid but I love to give that because it's like one of those memorable books and then you'll always know like oh Oh. I got that from Aunt Stephanie I know (laughs) oh god that is so true we what are the books that we well I always bought Richard Scary books oh yeah which those were just like because that was what I was obsessed with when I was a kid was like looking Mm -hmm. at all the little pictures and the labels and everything else those are good yeah yeah one of my kids was really into it one wasn't busy town busy town and like what do people do all day Right. That was my favorite book of all time. Those are really smart books. Yeah. Um, okay. Our number is 651-641-1071. If you have a question, feel free to uh, give us a call anytime. And and if it's not during the show, we always try to respond to people over email during the week. So there was a, a topic that we teased last hour and we just kept talking, talking and we didn't get to it. I really, really, really want to talk about Hudson Yards. <laughs> Maybe if you are a person who reads um, the New York Times or or stuff like that, you're aware and maybe you're not. Well, here's the deal. This is an insane retail development. It is the largest private mixed-use development ever attempted in the U.S. And of course it is in New York, New on York. the far west side in an area that was kind of grungy and industrial and not a lot of stuff over there. This has been in the works for years and years and years. Yeah. And it opened this week. And here's the deal. It's a mall. It's a mall. It's a mall. <laughs> Did you say that it's $25 billion? Don't, yeah, $25 yeah. billion. 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 Billion yeah. dollars. B- B- billion. But this, we don't call it a mall. No. They don't want to be known as a mall. No one does. It is a vertical retail experience. (laughs) I mean, come on. Who really believes (laughs) that Americans are going to say, hey, would you like to go to the vertical retail experience with me this afternoon? There's not going to be a movie called Vertical Vertical Retail Experience Rats. You know what I mean? Like, that's not going to happen. I mean, come on. Let's just, you know, I mean, it, and it's so fascinating because mall has just become this like bad word. You, know, you, you know? would think in a weird way that they would have taken this massively cool thing and used it to reown what a mall right. is. Right. Just own it and own just it. say, we're going to do say, it bigger and better. Boom. We're going to provide the roadmap, yep. roadmap for America's future. Yeah. But what's so interesting is when you look at it, like, what's different? About it? It's, it's, Fancy, it's huge. It is tall because it's New York, and so they have to build up. They can't build out. Mm -hmm. But what all of what what all of the press has been talking about, and architecture critics who kind of hate it, um, is is that malls historically have not worked in New York. Yeah. So of all places, even when malls were thriving in the suburbs of America, at in New York, that's not what people want. They want 
that street experience. Like that's the whole beauty of New York, right? You're yeah. not shopping in a mall. You can do that anywhere. So why now? Why now when malls are desperately trying to reinvent themselves and, and replace the, you know, dying department stores, why in the world invest $25 billion in a mall? Now we should say there's also a lot of companies are moving there. L'Oreal yep. has moved their headquarters to Hudson Yards. Right. It's apartments. The, the condos are like 60% sold. So I mean, there's all sorts of development development yeah. happening there and for New York like as a new neighborhood right looks like looks, it's probably going to be a hit yeah but the mall piece of this fascinates me it is so interesting how that it because if you think about it the essential your essential the thing that you'll be doing there is walking from store to store and shopping that's the port that's the part of a mall right that's right. what you do and that to me seems like weird because New Yorkers don't like to do that they don't they like to go to their little shops and their little places, but they don't, I, I just feel like that they don't know how to embrace that sort of homogenized thing. Right. And yeah, I mean, I would just love, don't you just have to think that like the cool kids living in the village are like completely rolling their eyes at Yes. This? Well, and I love the fact that this article that you posted that I was clicking into, like all the Instagram, the Carly class and like, you know, all the Anne Hathaway's posing at the mall. Will they ever be there again? I mean, honestly? Well, the, I mean, but the thing is the stores that are there are kind of amazing. And I mean, it's Neiman Marcus. I mean, has it is Neiman in. Marcus. It's this their is true. first one in New York. Um, really? There are... It's their first one in New York? Yeah. Um, Sally Hirschberger has opened a salon and said that this is like Dubai for her. And you were saying, I mean, your reaction was that it was, it looks like, I mean... Looks it, like Tokyo. It looks like Tokyo. Yeah, it looks like Tokyo to me. And of course, that is just, you know, something futuristic and, and eye-catching and poppable and out of the ordinary so maybe that whole vertical thing that whole there's like a sculpture that's all stairs yeah Do you it's see, weird there's like a cyclone it looks like a tornado sculpture but it's stairs yeah and that don't go no, anywhere they just go around and up and down and yeah around. it's an object that is 150 feet high 200 million dollar lattice wastebasket shaped stairway to nowhere um and then this is from the new york this is from the new york times architecture critic sheathed in a gaudy copper cladded steel oh doesn't i don't think he's a fan of it not a fan he's but not loving it if you're headed to new york you're probably going to want to see it others are calling it a billionaire's fantasy city uh, um lots of food la- yeah lots hundreds of, i think they said a hundred restaurants or eatery type things uh yeah a um, hundred stores, stores i think okay so and it then, could be food and yeah. yeah but you know lots of concepts but i mean it's new york so they were able to get you know all the hot store you know and i love also that i mean some of them are talking about they're not doing a store they're doing an offline concept i'm sorry what offline oh my god let's oh my god an offline concept yeah not brick and mortar not storefront no no offline concept right like wow oh my god an offline concept that now that's new (laughs) that is new let's just have a company that we just rebrand everybody's things where i'm like this is not a toothbrush this is an enamel enhancer exactly (laughs) exactly well it's called hudson yards and it's going to be fascinating to see what happens with it and and if it ends up influencing malls beyond just uh, one last thing that beautiful uh justin save instead of new york magazine said when he enters he feels a mix of wonder and dejection
<laughs> Don't we all? Don't we all? All right. Well, I can't wait to go to the vertical retail experience later this afternoon and pick up a <laughs> right, couple things. Right. Your vertical uh, is only four Mine is floors. only four floors, but that's still vertical to me. When we get back, Project Runway rebooted this week. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about it. That's next on Shop Girls. Welcome back to Shop Girls. I'm Allie Kaplan. Stephanie March is filling in today. So nice of you to delay your uh, usual Saturday lunch plans. (laughs) Although it seems a lot of times it involves drinking before noon. Sometimes because it's Saturday. Right, it's Saturday. Like my only real day off is Sunday. So, and that doesn't always happen anyway. But so, yeah. And you're working. It's just work. Yes, it is. Well, we're working too. And part of my homework last night was to watch Project Runway. Which uh, kicked off this week. It's back. New cast of characters. Other than Nina Garcia. Nina who Garcia. will never leave. Nina Garcia. She will never. Do you like Nina or I not so I do. I like her because you can. Because <laughs> she doesn't hide a lot. Exactly. She just goes. She rolls the eye. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. No, I, I like her a lot, too. Um, but Carly Kloss is the new Heidi Klum. Do you like Carly Kloss? Is this a thing for you? Is she? Are you a Carly? Are there Carly Kloss Super fans? Is it? I think there must there be. There must be, right? I think it's a new... Um, I was reading something that w- that described her as a more Instagrammable version of Heidi Klum. Whoa. How but is I, Heidi Klum not Instagrammable? I don't, think, I don't think it was a reference to Heidi Klum right. not being pretty. No, it's a I think reference it was to that she's age, there. Age. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if Heidi Klum is on Instagram, but Carly Kloss is a product, is a of, product the, of, of the Instagram era. Hope, are you a Car- Carly Kloss fan? I don't think I know who she is. Oh, oh dear. Interesting. I have to well, look her up. I mean, she's a double K. I so you watched actually. I watched. And I didn't even ask you to. I know. The funny thing is, is, I mean, way back in the early days, I was a huge Project Runway fan. Mm-hmm. But then it was also the Top Chef finale, so I was like, well, I'll be I'll be watching Bravo anyway, so I should just tune in. Mm-hmm. And so I watched it, and I was, I mean, because I didn't watch any of the spinoffs when they went to different channels. You know, when everything morphed and there was a whole bunch of different hosts and stuff, I never watched it. Mm-hmm. So bringing it back to Bravo was a moment where I was like, well, maybe I'll dip in and see how that is. And? I mean, I liked it. Yeah. It felt it like, feel- derivative, but yes. in a good way. I, I mean, I think that, and, and that's kind of what the, the reviewers are saying, is that it, they're really getting back to the roots. Yes. That it felt very much like the the early days of Project Runway. Yeah. It's back on Bravo. Yeah. So, and Bravo knows how to do Bravo. Yep. They know how to do these shows. Um, Christian Siriano is, I think, the best yeah. addition. I do, too. I agree. He's the Tim Gunn, if you will. Right. And he- but in a, But actually, and what he's talked about is that... Not only does does he obviously know how to make fashion, he knows how to sell it. Yes. And so what he's looking for is not just like, is mm. that great design? But like, is it is it commercial? Producible. Is it, yeah. Is yeah. it producible? Because, you know, and I think Tim Gunn takes a little, I mean, Tim is real, but like has a more academic yes. approach. Whereas yeah. Christian that's is true. really about like, how do you turn this Rubber into a business? Road. Because that's what we're all here for, right? Yes. And then the other side of it is he's been through competition like this. He knows exactly what they're feeling and what they're going through. And I mm-hmm. think that's really helpful. But, and there was an aspect of it that they are turning their looks. I wasn't clear if they're turning the looks every, every show into a viable on demand outfit 
through. I think so. I think there is somebody? there is a much more connect. And in a way, I mean, you're kind of like looking at it through the filter of 2019. It's kind of like, yeah, of course. Yeah, like, know, why right? wouldn't they why have wouldn't done that? Do why that? wouldn't they have been selling the Project Runway clothes? Yeah. But they are creating an online store yeah. where um, items, I think from each, like each winning design will be there. And I think there'll be different challenges where things end up. You know, and they used to do that. Like you, if you won this or that, maybe you'd get a picture in Marie Claire magazine. Right, right. But I think they're being much more intentional and actually much more thinking about it as a business uh, opportunity. It's so smart. And I like the way that they made them take the pictures of their own models, you know, so in a weird way, because that's how we see, you know, like these Instagram shots actually, or these phone shots of the models in the clothes. And I thought that was a, I kind of liked that aspect of it too, because that's how I feel like I see fashion now more than I see the magazine stuff. But then, but really what I'm seeing is more people posing on the, on the phone. Right. So, right. Right. And that makes it accessible to the everyday person yeah um i mean i have to admit i was kind of watching with one eye and doing other things and that's fine for me that's enough i mean i didn't yeah. i didn't find it like oh my god i have I mean, it didn't feel new no it, it felt very familiar and yep. maybe that's nice and reassuring and if you like fashion you know i think it's good brandon maxwell is yeah. the new I michael don't know kors him, but he seemed He's, he he, interesting. He, I mean, he is a he's a great designer. He does. He's designed for Michelle Obama. Yeah, that's probably his biggest claim to fame. Yeah, he's not a Michael. He's not Michael Kors level in right. that. Like he hasn't built that kind of like household brand, mm-hmm. you know, at all levels. But he's a more modern version of what a design, you know, what a working designer is today. Yeah. So I don't know. Do you think like, do you think that this has, um, cause Siriano, I think they talked about him only being on this season. You know, they said this season's person. I don't think he's booked in for the whole run. I'm sure he's waiting to see how it does. Yeah. Don't you think? What do you think about the, the, like the range of body shapes of, of the models and stuff like that? I thought that was funny enough. Was that something that they'd been doing again or more um, of? I, you know, I think they have gradually, but I don't think as in, I mean, this time it's like, this is part of it, like yeah. where there are different body. I mean, I think they have to do that. They have to do that. I just remember back in the day where they would have like one token challenge that didn't even involve pluses. It was just like real women. Yeah. You know, quote unquote real yeah. women. And I just remember all the designers literally almost quitting yeah. on the spot Yeah, because the thought of having to design for someone for, who wasn't, right. you know, six feet tall. Yeah. And built like a hangar, you know, yeah. was just impossible. Yeah. And I mean, look at how much things have changed. I know. And it is sort of the democratization of fashion. And the show is reflecting that Variety magazine said um, the message is clear. This is a warmer, fuzzier project runway that wants to be for the people yes. instead of decreeing the grand laws of fashion from somewhere above them. Yes, that's exactly how it felt. I think that is very much it. And I think that's reflective of the times we're living in and that consumers. Consumers can get what they want and go where they want. And if they don't like it, they're going to tune into something else. The thing that I would say is most people who say, well, I, I dress curvy models or I cut for curvy models. And then the one woman who was like supposedly supposed to do that made like this bathing suit thing that was, you know, spoiler alert, pretty bad. Really bad. And, and I felt bad for her model so because awkward. she didn't. it was like she didn't cut it for a curvy woman. It was not it was not flattering in any way, shape or form. Yeah. You know? And so I was like, oh, OK. Yeah. So I'm hoping Unfortunate. that it, I, Look, I love that. Nobody that said they're all going to be super talented right off that. the bat either. Right. But but if you if you're a fan and you and you like fashion and you like the process, I think this will probably be 
you know, maybe a little more realistic yeah. than in the past yeah. and, you know, a fun moment of reality TV. Um, okay, good. When we get back, breaking, breaking news. Oh, no! Julia Roberts breaking no! the internet with her new hairdo. We will tell you about it right after this. Oh, welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Hope you're having a nice sunny Saturday. I'm Allie Kaplan. We're here with my friend and colleague, Stephanie March. Thank That's you for right. being here and sticking around after the weekly dish. Of course, if you missed any of the weekly dish, you can always podcast that show. Yeah, you can. That great show. And you are and you have other podcasts things too there are so many this, things we add on a little second helping so we do an extra podcast besides the actual show that we right. broadcast on saturdays we did record a little segment this morning mm-hmm. at uh keys cafe a little little teaser wow we talk about hash you guys browns really work hard. oh <laughs> <laughs> we have a little i was bit about a- to say you guys work so hard but then you said yeah, hash browns. no we're eating hash browns we talk about hash browns <laughs> you're justifying a- your breakfast yeah and there's a little bit of an argument because that's what happens with hansen and i we oh, argue about hash you browns, argue about hash browns. Yeah. okay and so we can find that is that under is, weekly dish as well it's yep. just secondary it's labeled as second helping okay so if you just go subscribe Extra wherever, for sur- yeah yeah wherever Sur- you get your podcast you can subscribe to shop girls you can subscribe to weekly dish and then get it on demand whenever you want it why not okay oh. talk about demand demand well i'm thinking that salons are probably like just bracing themselves yep. today for the onslaught of women yep. delusional women across delusional. america <laughs> who are gonna say make me look like julia roberts yes just imagine, just imagine for a moment that your haircut, yeah. you decide to cut your hair, you decide to lop it off into yep. a long bob. Which I did. And that is international news. <laughs> yeah, I did that a bunch of years ago. Did I, USA Today cover it? You know, shockingly, no. <laughs> it was didn't. the weirdest thing ever how little paparazzi were outside great, the salon. But I thought it was really great. <laughs> but I have to say... This is a good haircut. This is a good haircut. Oh my gosh. We will put a link on the Shop Girls page if you haven't seen it. Um, Serge um, Norm, uh, Serge Normont. Serge Normont. Yes. Serge. Let's call him Serge. Um, he is Julia Roberts' hairstylist. He was backstage with her at the Oscars. He posted a shot of the new do on his Instagram. It's a side view. She's looking very serious, but you know instantly it is Julia. It is. And it is definitely um, considerably shorter than her hair was at the Academy Awards. Yeah, because it was... Oh, yeah, yeah. It was down to her boobs yeah. when she was in that pretty pink dress oh, um, yeah. on the Academy Awards. And so it's now kind of lopped off um, at an angle, yes. longer in the front. But it's those waves. I know. How is that? Those good, good waves. And that's just natural. That's what I think, right? No I mean, way is that natural. Do you think that you can curl that in? You know what I mean? Like I they, think <sighs> that everything that looks natural takes is, hours and hours and hours. Okay, you're correct. And that is you what Anthony Sorensen, yeah. my guy, always tells me when he tries to talk me down and I'm like, why don't my waves look I like her waves? those waves, though. And I he's want like, those waves. That's not right. Those beachy waves beachy right waves. out of the ocean? No, no, it doesn't work that way. I, I mean, that is... But I will say I'm noticing more and more people who are having those waves and it does kind of anger me. Yeah. Because I can't... You can't have them? too thick. It is just it? doesn't... I don't know. It just all you kind of stays together. I mean, like, do you... 
Well, I mean, I, I try to control. I try to control for... I would love to see it just the... out of the ocean wet. That would be my favorite thing. I'll take thing. a picture. Can I have it. that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. When I'm on spring break, I will do... Yes. And like the minute... The, Can you do like a beachy Florida wave moment? Humidity. Yeah. I'll show you my version of the really fresh out of the pool. You know... It is not Julia Roberts. I got to tell you, my silly little weird waves and curls only came after I had the baby really i had stick straight hair that i could get zero movement on my entire life and then so i you know during the pregnancy i grew it all out Mm because it grows so fast i was like forget it i'm just gonna let it grow so then i thought as soon as the kid came let's just chop it and so i cut eight inches off then yeah and all of a sudden it goes boing and i was like wait what is this what is going on totally changed the whole thing and it stayed i mean it stayed stayed changed isn't that weird this is just me waking up yeah. You don't do anything no. to cultivate the waves. Nothing. Products. Um, I do spritz a little texturizer. A little just texturizer. a tiny, tiny bit of texturizer. Yeah. yeah. But I've watched the last time I got my hair cut, um, Anthony said, Do you want me to do it wavy? And I said, Okay. And three hours later, he was done. And I was like, What you is see that? Like, I mean, no. seriously. But but it was like, you know, he took tiny little pieces. See, for me, yeah. when I want to do a wave, I take like huge yes, handfuls like, of <gasps> hair and try to put them in. Minutes. Right. And I try to like stick them in the curling iron yeah, and yeah. I try to do yeah. what he does. He took tiny little bits yeah. and then he did it one way and the other way. The other thing I find is that when I, I can only go one way at home. Right, right. When I try to curl it the other way, it gets a weird kink yeah, in it. It goes, like, it's like not... It doesn't work for me. But obviously there are a lot of women who do understand because I am noticing more and more like girls who are getting that like cool, um, edgy, uneven wave. Yeah. And I hate them just a I little. Know. Well, also like, But I think they have really, I think they're the same girls who I used to envy when their hair would just go perfectly straight and lay flat. I know. Because I think you just have to have thinner hair for it to work or you need professional help. I think it's, I think, but I mean like this kind of thing wherever it looks like Tossled? I always think that. Like, it's never going to look tossled in the right way. Like, that no. is completely somebody making that happen and then... Right. And it then takes a special skill to, to make it look, look naturally bedhead. messy. Yeah. But, oh, but everybody is going to... I mean, I think look this... Look at her razored ends on the back oh there. Oh, my like, God. Like, those are, those are... See, but you could do, like, a choppy thing like that with the razored ends like that and have, yeah. like, some flips. That would work on your hair. I wonder what all of the um, blow-dry bars are going to do because this is, like, an extra... Like, they're going to have to start... So does this, this this happens where it kind of goes and it's like okay well this is yes. like going to be a thing if it made you well a I think this already take. was a, the truth is I don't think that Julia Roberts is early to this wavy no. party Mm-mm. this was already happening and this kind of angular bob has been happening but yeah. now that she is like sealing the deal everyone's going to want to do this yeah it's so good. It's so good. All right. So if you mm. haven't seen it, check it out on mytuck1071.com. That is where it is. Um, okay. Here is a, uh, well, first of all, let's talk about, let, since we're on celebs. Yep. Um, I still can't believe you hadn't heard about JLo. That you I didn't know. Get, that's you so, didn't get the engagement just, announcement. Like you didn't get her text. You didn't get any tweets. Jenny nothing. from the block is mad at me. Jenny on the block is totally engaged. Yeah. Um, but have you been reading? Do you follow? Um, do you care about Kylie Jenner? I don't. Really. It's a little bit epic, though. Okay. You know, she made she's the youngest person ever to make okay. um, yes. the billionaire list. Mm-hmm. Um, she debuted on Bloomberg Billionaires Index. OK. At 21. OK, which is just just take a moment. No. <laughs> to really think about that. Can you imagine? Right? 
But I mean, she's not I mean, a typical Hope, human. Do you feel like you're, I mean, does, does Kylie make you feel a little bad? 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 <laughs> I really don't care what about them going? anymore. I used to be, I used to, you know, watch the Kardashians and follow, but I dropped, I would dropped you, them years would ago. Would you have expected this of Kylie? <laughs> did, did she they, seem like the smartest of them all? No, I mean, I don't know, but they're, they are business savvy. I mean, yeah. they have all those connections. So right, the, right. <laughs> and, and I don't, what I always find myself thinking is Kim must just be seething with envy. Has to be. Well, don't I feel think? like Kylie wants to be Kim. Yeah. I think like growing up, I think that's like, I want to be like my older sister yeah. and now look at her. She's probably the number one right now. Yeah. Well, um, well, Kylie is just so she's on the billionaires list, youngest ever. Says, but she is yeah. the, the youngest member of the clan to join the tycoon club. But she's but Bloomberg is basically calling her out as like, if you want to know the future of shopping or consumers with a K, K. I uh, saw that look made me die <laughs> look at Kylie right and and that um that the way she is branding herself yeah. and that the you know they don't think that influence is a you know these it's influencers right that that it's only going to get um, that it's only going to get bigger and she's doing um, bricks and she's do, so she's got this huge deal with um with Ulta Yes. Um, But she's got she's got deals with multiple brands and she's talking about bricks and mortar and that it is that her model, this being a celebpreneur, that's the future. 128 million Instagram followers. Yeah. 128 million. Yeah. That the the um, the public's fickleness means that her star will eventually fade. But the social media phen- phenomenon that she represents is surely here to stay. This is according to Bloomberg and yeah. Bloomberg's legit. You yeah, guys like legit. I believe what they're Bloomberg legit. says yep. that it's here to stay, especially given that the big consumer brands are deeply unimpressed with the returns they get from advertising through Google and Facebook. What can compete with a superstar sharing their intimate thoughts about products with millions of shoppers? Yeah. Nothing. So the right name and face can mm-hmm. cut out the L'Oreal's and Procter and Gamble's and just sell straight to the market because she's selling herself. Like yeah. that's the thing. It is herself. And so the people who are buying feel like they're getting a little part of her. Whereas at L'Oreal, you can have a spokesmodel, but that's not the same thing. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Um, also, <laughs> this original story, I think, had a headline, maybe not in Bloomberg, but somewhere else that was talking about it. Yeah. About, and they said they called her the first or the youngest self made millionaire. Yeah. And I thought oh, that, and that I remember was there was, to do. Yeah, yeah, there was a whole thing about it. Do you really think that she's self-made? She's not self-made. No, there's no way that you can be a part of a family of that nature. That's like saying that Prince Harry is self-made. It's not possible. No, no. no. I mean, I totally give her credit for yes. taking her platform yes. and amplifying it. Yes. But she started out light years ahead of all of us anyway, yes. because she already had this name. She instantly was going to, I mean, if she had done nothing but post cat pictures, yeah. she was going to have millions have of million followers, followers <laughs> just because of her name yeah. and who she is. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah she not... didn't land the TV show. No, exactly. She's following on the not coattails self-made. of her sisters and her mother but, made her. I mean, and, and but kudos for finding the lane and and making it work. Yeah. You know? Um, Okay, what do you think of this? Talk about new um, ideas and retailers really trying to, you know, to come up with things. DSW, and it's kind of a little play out of the Tom's handbook, but I think this is sort of a clever twist. DSW 
is sending loyal customers on a trip. Okay. okay. They're, they're doing a, it's like a reward for um, brand loyal customers. Their VIP members can win a trip, but you know where they're winning that trip to an impoverished country where they will be going on a mission to hand out shoes to kids in need. Isn't that interesting? That's very interesting. Would you want to win a humanitarian trip? I kind of would in a weird way. Like uh, what I wouldn't mind, like I definitely would want to win a beach vacation. Let's start there. I would want that too. But the idea of being like, well, they, I could go be a part of something and I don't have to figure out all the you know, shenanigans around it. And the reality is doing good costs money too. I mean, you know, I've looked into some of those like mission trips and you can feel good about it and you can justify the expense, but you still have to pay to get yourself there Mm -hmm. to go build houses or hand out shoes or whatever you're doing. So, you know that Tom's built themselves on the idea of one for one of yep. giving back DSW taking a play out of that book and giving out this trip, but it's it called does, souls for souls. Like, and I like it and I do believe that we have to support, you know, those kind of endeavors, yeah. but it does feel a little like goodwill touristy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like but that going back to our, what women want, I know. they, That's everybody they wants a do. mission and a purpose. Kind of interesting. We'll put a link up and check it out if you want to get in. Maybe maybe it's not too late to win. We got to take a quick break. We'll be back to wrap things up and give you some steals and deals right after this. Welcome back. Thanks so much for tuning in to Shop Girls today. I'm Allie Kaplan. Stephanie March was kind enough to stick around and delay her lunch plans. <laughs> did we say, I know you told me, but did we tell, did we say where, where can you say where you're I think going? I did, that I'm going to Bajos oh, yeah, right, for right, right. St. Patrick's Sweet. Right, right, right. Yes, that's right. Oh, yeah, I like that place. And last night you were... You I was at Baja a, House, dude. I haven't been there in a long time. I thought about texting you, seeing, because oh. I... Because I, I had so Matt good. meet me, but then he was like, maybe not going to meet me. And I was just sitting there and I was like, what? I you were eating that queso and that margarita by yourself? Uh-huh. Oh, I, I would have been there in a I heartbeat. I know. Well, but Matt showed up. And oh, so then good. I figured you d- good, you good. didn't want to have that thing. But I literally <laughs> thought of it. I was like, I would have just pushed, I would just elbowed your son out of the way <laughs> to get to that queso. Yeah, there yeah. was that queso. Uh, well, and because Matt's not a cheese human, mm-hmm. I ate all that queso. Oh, wow. That was all my queso. Wow, wow. Well, I do wonder if it's possible that sometime in the next few years we might be eating something or shopping for something at the Dayton's Project. Did you hear the update this week? No, there was an actual update? There was an actual update. So one of the reasons why things have been so delayed and so stalled with the Dayton's Project, which is the reimagining of the old Dayton's building down on Nicollet Mall, is because the developers want to cut out um, a, they want to create an atrium so that when you're on the Skyway level, you can look down okay. and see what's happening all the way down to the basement. Oh, two level atrium. So kind of, again, kind of like a vertical retail experience, a a.k.a. Vertical. a mall. Because uh, think about uh, it. Where else can you look down, down and, and see, see what's happening mm. and see the stores? So a mall. So there is some resistance. Anything that happens in that building has to go through millions of meetings because it's on the historical, historical. registry. Yeah. Now, the developers could not have it marked as a historical registry, but if they didn't, they would lose out on all sorts of tax credits. The dollars are talking. So this is the problem. They want to cut out this hole in the building. They want the tax credit. 
credits. They have to please the city. They've got to get to a spot where the powers that be who decide these things and give them all the tax breaks are like, okay. Yeah. So they finally got to a place where they are reducing the original size of this big hole and atrium that they wanted to create. Yeah. But they're going to do it. Yeah. And they finally got the approval. And so now that they can steamroll ahead and begin doing that and cut out the building. Let's just cut it. That'd be cool to get on video. Cut it out. Just cut it. Cut it. Um, Now, you know, the theory being okay, if we can finally start moving forward, maybe. But meanwhile, still no big announcements. No big nothing signed. No tenants. No tenants. No restaurants. No anybody. No stores. No stores. No offices. No. (laughs) But it's going to happen. But it's going to happen. I, it's just a matter of when. So yeah. well, hopefully it will like, unstall. So many other little food hall pop-ups are popping up and everything else. It just feels like if you don't get to the party, who's going to be left? And will there still be will there a be? party? I don't know. But I, I mean, I, downtown I, is different. I will say, I think that the downtown aspect of this has its own cachet and its own ability to draw a specific, mm-hmm. a different kind of crowd and a different kind of revenue than the others do. Yeah. But don't you also think that some of these food halls need to think a little beyond eating? Yes. That they need to bring yes. in more. I mean, because I find, and I realize that I have a bias towards retail, but I do find, I mean, there's only so much you can eat. Yeah. And if you want, you know, if these places are good environments and you want to hang out, like you kind of want more stuff to do. Yeah. When yep. you're done eating. Yeah. Or while you're I know. eating your cotton candy. Yeah. No, I think that there should be either, you know, I think it would be, I think it would behoove them to have, I think about the the Seattle market and how when you're walking around Pike Place mm-hmm. and it's like you pop into a, a bookshop and you can sit and peruse things there and then you pop out and you go into a kitchen store and there's a record store. All those kind of things have that potential to be very, very you know, cool things that you can do while you're eating, snacking on food. Yeah. I think that would be what they should be doing. But fundamentally, I guess what I always just laugh at and whether we're talking about Hudson Yards, the new development in New York or Keg and Case or any of these places locally, it's all the same stuff. It's all the same it's stuff. It's all just malls repackaged. Malls repackaged. All right. We have a couple of minutes. Let's just do some quick events okay. and steals and deals. Do it. Coming to the end of their run in South Minneapolis in the red building next to Turtle Bread. They're closing. And so they are doing their final closing sale um, today. Today, Saturday, they're open until five o'clock. Some really great deals. So check that out. Everything from clothes, shoes, home decor, gifts. They're selling all the fixtures. Everything's on sale. Cool. So great day to go have a little lunch at Turtle Bread. Yeah. And then pop into Lily and Violet one last time. That's a good idea. Meanwhile, very nearby in South Minneapolis, Gallery 360 on 50th is um, launching their spring clothing trunk event. Are you guys ready for spring clothing? No. Not. not even close. <laughs> Don't you? Are, I'm ready to get are you out ready? of the boots. I need to yes. get out of boots. I will say I'm ready to transition to some shoes, actual yes. shoes. <laughs> if I just didn't have to walk through like feet of water yeah, yep. that's the problem. downtown on the way in. But anyway, today, um, Gallery 360 is doing an event from 2 to 5 p.m., so plenty of time to get over there. It's Anna Chambers Goldberg, who has this really cool line, ACG, mm-hmm. um, cool clothing line. And she is showing her spring collection, standout pieces designed and and created exclusively for Gallery 360. So that would be a fun event hmm. to check out 
this very day. Today. Yes, I would suggest that. Um, and then get ready. Do you realize Art and Bloom is like right around the corner? It's coming up in early April. Good Lord. So, so, yeah. And the flower show at the gallery. I was look, I just popped into that and I thought that's that's what I would need. It's like a little bit of a flower show. That's when you yes, yeah. the flowers I will need... indicate it is time to start thinking about some sundresses and oh. some good cute flats. I gotta and, get back to fly feet. And no socks. <laughs> Yeah, we'll go there next. Thank you for sitting in, Stephanie March. (laughs) Always a pleasure. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next Saturday on Shop Girls.